Then straightway I heard tell how the son of Wechdan, after these words had been spoken, obeyed the behest of his lord, who was sick of his wounds, and carried the ring net and the coat of mail adorned under the roof of the barrow. And as Wheelof, exulting in victory, came by the seat, he saw many gems shining and shaped like the sun, and gleaming gold all lying on the ground, and wondrous decorations on the wall. And he saw too the den of the dragon, the ancient twilight flyer, and flagons standing there, and vessels of men of days long gone by, no longer polished, but shorn of adornment. And there were also many a helmet, ancient and rusty, and many arm rings cunningly twisted. The possession of treasure and of gold on the earth may easily make proud all of mankind. Let him hide it who will. Likewise he saw the all-gilded banner lying high over the hoard, that greatest of wondrous handiwork, and all woven by the skill of human hands. And therefrom went a ray of light, so that he could see the floor of the cave, and look carefully upon the jewels. And there was no sign of the dragon, for the sword edge had carried him off. Then I heard tell how in that barrow one at his own doom plundered the hoard, that old work of giants, and bore away on his arms both cups and dishes, and the banner also he took, that brightest of beacons. Beowulf's sword, with its iron edge, had formerly injured him who had been the protector of these treasures for a long time, and had waged fierce flame terror because of the horde fiercely welling in the midnight hour until he was killed. The messenger was in haste, and eager for the return journey, and laden with jewels, and curiosity tormented him as to whether he would find the bold-minded prince of the Geats alive on the battlefield, and bereft of strength where before he had left him. Then he with the treasures found the glorious lord, his own dear master, at the last gasp and all stained with blood. And he began to throw water upon him, until the power of speech break through his mind, and Beowulf spake, and with sorrow he looked upon the hoard. I would utter words of thanks to the Lord and wondrous King, to the eternal God, for the treasures which now I am looking upon, that I have managed to obtain them for my dear people before my death day. Now that I have in exchange for this hoard of treasure sold my life in my old age, and laid it down, do thou still be helping the people in their need, for I may no longer be lingering here. Do thou bid the famous warriors erect a burial mound, after the burning of the funeral pyre, at the edge of the sea, which shall tower aloft on whales' nests, as a memorial for my people. And so the seafarers shall call it the Hill of Beowulf, even those who drive the high ships from afar through the mists of the flood. Then he, the bold prince, doffed from his neck the golden ring, and he gave it to his thane, to the young spear warrior, the gold-adorned helmet, the ring, and the birney, and bade him enjoy it well. Thou, O Wheelof, said Beowulf, art the last heir of our race, of that of the Wagmundings. Weird has swept away all my kinsmen to their fated doom, all the earls in their strength, and I shall follow after them. Now those were the very last words of the old warrior's breast thoughts, 
and he chose the funeral pyre, the hot wave whelmings, and his soul went forth from his breast to be seeking the doom of the truth fast ones.